What's up, ladies and gents? Colin here for another Escaping Fragility show. I'm going to read you a quote from a book that I stumbled upon. This is an author slash guru, spiritual guy. I think he's controversial. I don't know much about his past, but somebody said his books are amazing. And so I actually started reading one from scribe.com because it's like Netflix for books. It's free. So I was like, all right, let me read a chapter or two. And I'm totally enraptured at this point. I'm probably going to read every single book of his. Another author that I've been reading as I've been doing a lot of study of philosophy and spirituality type stuff, not really spirituality in the sense that most people think, but more of the practical kind of philosophy, life, attachments, and how to just live and be happy. That's the thing I'm, I'm really after. When it comes to spirituality, for me, it's not like an afterlife thing or anything like that. I hope there is one, but at this point, don't really believe there is, or I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. Uh, I'm, I'm more agnostic, if you will, okay? This quote is from the book, Fame, Fortune, and Ambition. What is a real meaning of success? by Osho. People are always thinking the grass must be greener on the other side of the fence because everybody has been distracted. You have been told to go in directions that nature has not meant you to go. You are not moving toward your own potential. What others want you to be, you are trying to be, but it cannot be satisfying. When it is not satisfying, the logic says, perhaps it is not enough. Have more of it. Then you go after more. Then you start looking around. And everybody's walking around with the mask that is smiling, happy looking, so everybody's deceiving everybody else. You also wear a mask so others think you are happier than you are. You think others are happier than you are. I don't even know when he wrote this, but this is just so timeless. And even uses the actual word mask, which is kind of ironically funny and applicable today in 2020. I've struggled my whole life with this balance of what's enough, what's too much? Am I pursuing too much? Am I working too hard? Am I not enjoying life? Do I not, you know, go on vacations enough? Do I not spend my money on things that are enjoyable enough? Am I investing too much? Am I saving too much? And I'm not to the extreme with this. Like I, I spend money and I do have experiences from time to time. I've just really for the past five, six years been really focused on work and growth and development. And so I haven't spent a ton of money on just like travel and trips and things like that. And though I want to, and I need to, but I've just been busy with work and then starting a family, et cetera. As these certain things come to stabilization points in my life. For example, we just had our second son a couple of days ago. We have a home. We have kind of some routines down. And then now I can start exploring when I can travel more, maybe solo travel, then family travel, et cetera. I'm wrestling with a lot of these questions of, do I slow down? Do I keep investing? Do I need to work 12 hours a day, 16 hours a day? What do I need to do? I'm trying to find what Aristotle called is the golden mean. And so I'm asking myself these questions on a regular basis. And Always, when I'm struggling with something in my life or I'm just thinking about it, I dive into reading books. For me, that has always been the solve to cure really any pain and help me become more self-aware, stay self-aware, and constantly ask myself those questions I need to ask myself. I've studied biology, I've studied philosophy, I've studied biology, and I have a pretty good grasp of why humans do what they do and what makes us happy and what doesn't. But I've still been born into a society, American society, that has been based on consumerism and success and all these different things that you're supposed to do. And I have a desire for certain parts of that. Now, I've changed my desires, though. I have more desire for freedom and autonomy and the ability to move around and be mobile, right? To be more of a global citizen than just a U.S. citizen. So while we do have a house in the U.S. and I'm kind of treating that as like a home base slash long-term investment, whatever, I want to have other passports and I want to have potentially properties in other countries to have other options to make me a little bit more robust, maybe even a little bit more anti-fragile to things to come. So that's also why I'm buying gold and silver and things like that. I've been thinking about these things because for the past eight weeks, I've been fighting something. Maybe it was a virus. Maybe it was 
uh, mold. Maybe it was a combination of things. And I just felt really sluggish and tired and fatigued for a long time. And so when that happens, what happens is I get these existential kind of angst and this anxiety about, am I working enough? Am I not doing enough? Is it okay to relax? I mean, I haven't done this in years, but like there's days where I just want to not work at all. I don't think I've actually done that in probably over five years. And maybe only if I was on vacation, but even then I probably checked my email and like wrote a little bit or did something. I don't think I've had a full day where I haven't worked in a long time. And I probably need that. I think it would be a good calibration technique, like a way to kind of pull me back a little bit, a way to open my mind up to the fact that some days you can go and not work and it's fine. So what I'm trying to find is, as Aristotle called it, the golden mean. I'm trying to find what's the perfect dose, the perfect dose of spending time with my kids, family, you know, exercise, movement, alone time, solitude, you know, playing games. There's certain things I do that hobby wise, making sure those don't fall by the wayside, you know, racquetball, certain fitness things I enjoy, making sure those don't fall by the wayside. And I do maintain these pretty consistently, but as it goes with everything in life, they, they wax and wane. And so like for a while, I wasn't playing racquetball at all because it's in Austin, it's far and we moved and there's all the different things. And so I'm getting back into my routine where I'm going, you know, every Tuesday is a minimum. And then I'm working out three to four times a week consistently. Obviously I wasn't feeling good. So I had to dial that back a little bit. So it's this constant ebb and flow, right? They say the universe, the only constant is change. And that's why Bruce Lee always talked about being like water. He said, be like water, my friend, because water can flow. It can crash. You know, it can be extremely powerful, but it can also be, you know, extremely fluid and fit through the tiniest cracks. The answer for this is obviously it's dependent on you. Some people get a lot more satisfaction out of their helping others or their social connections. So friends and family are high up on that list. Some people get a lot of enjoyment out of their flow or their hobby or something that puts them into that supremely now state. And this is integral for long-term happiness and fulfillment. So figuring that out is integral. Now, for me, the most important thing is connecting the work I do to a purpose and a flow state. As Wild Foods has grown, and we now have a team of a lot of people, and I have my new partners, they have a team in Orlando, they do a lot of things. It has removed certain flow states for me because there's certain things that I just don't need to do anymore. Maybe it's like designing packages the way I would used to, and I would just fire up Illustrator and I'd get into that for a couple hours. A lot of those things have been taken off my plate. And that's good. That's what the business needs. It's what I need. I can focus on other things, but it does create a gap. And that gap is finding work, whether that's writing, obviously videos, editing. These are all their own little respective flow states you can get into. But the question is like, how much do you enjoy each one? Some I enjoy more than others. How much result or like, what's the long-term investment in these? Like, for example, am I writing articles and I want to really do that consistently? Or am I just doing that because I feel like I need to and I'm not really putting my full effort into that. And so maybe I'm wasting my time with that, you know, with YouTube. Am I really hardcore all in on YouTube or I'm just doing it as a hobby? These are the things you have to figure out because where you invest your time, your energy and your focus is what determines not only your future results. And those matter to me. They do for security, for my family, et cetera, but also the enjoyment you get out of it. And so sometimes you can connect a flow state and work you do to some grand purpose and goal and it can make you money. For a lot of us, that's not easy to do. So some people, for example, this lawyer I read about, he practices law three months out of the year and then surfs the rest of the time, probably on a beach somewhere in, in South America or the Caribbean. I mean, come on, that's amazing, right? I think that guy's got it figured out. And obviously a profession like being a lawyer, you can actually do that. You, you could probably generate enough cases and billing 100,000 a year and then just enjoy it the rest of the year. Like it's, you know, there's so many different ways to live life that are unconventional outside the box. I guess the big thing to think about today is what are those things that matter to you? What are those those different buckets? And are you finding the golden mean in each one? Are you finding the dose of just enough and not too much? Okay. Because if you have not enough, you're going to have negative consequences. Maybe that's your health. Maybe that's your mental health. Maybe that's your relationships. Maybe that's your work. And if you do too much, 
you can, in a lot of cases, you can overdo things that can have a lot of severe consequences. Even when it comes to work, you might think, oh, you can't work too much, but then you, you become sloppy or you lose focus and you make bad decisions and you don't have a perspective because you haven't stepped back and you, the things you're doing aren't even helping. Maybe they're hurting. I fell into that exact trap with wild foods. We did too many things. We launched too many products and I wanted to go, go, go fast, fast, fast. And I need to give the business and the market time to build the awareness and to sell one customer at a time. And we had a lot of cash flow problems as a result. And that's part of the reason I brought in a partner. I'll be doing a lot more like this on Escaping Fragility for sure. Trying to answer the questions of how to be a mobile, global, happy human citizen, not just a American citizen or, you know, any country citizen and not just a do what everyone does in your community citizen either. I want you to be able to think for yourself, build your own life for yourself, have your own values and find what the golden mean is for you and the different buckets that matter. So like, and subscribe and share. Get on the AM5 newsletter over at Colin.coach and I hope to see you in the next one.